Hey, what's up? Uh, this is my first, hopefully a mini, podcast. And I don't know really how to start it, but I have an idea of what I kind of want to talk about, just as a whole. So recently, I moved back from Orlando, Florida to Columbus. Um, I was in Orlando for like 11 months, about 10 months. Yeah, about 10 months. And I enjoyed my time there. It was fun. Um, I met a a few cool people. I can't say I met a lot. I mean, most people I met, I work with. I met a few cool people that I got to kick it with and stuff, like my dude Gio. Uh, And that's about it. Um, And people that I met through Gio or just people I met at work. Uh, Well, I went to this church a few times, or a couple times, to be more exact. and I had a had an eye-opening experience. I think one of the things that I took from Orlando was just getting out there. That's it. Just getting out there and opening yourself up to new experiences. And that's it. Just trying to be as open as possible to things and contribute as much as possible in a positive form to like I try to have very positive conversations I try not to get into too much gossip with a lot of my uh, conversations so it's just like I focused on being a more positive person and seeing what happened and I think when you are when you focus on being positive and just being open to new ideas and seeing the positive that can come out of it potentially instead of worrying about the negative you create this energy, this cycle of energy to where you're seeking positive things and you're doing positive things and you're having positive thoughts. And each day becomes its own little individual adventure instead of this weight on you. And I think one of the things, too, that I I realized that I enjoyed was routine. As much as I like having freedom, I also like having a routine. Like I'd get up, go to work, work out, come home, get up, go to work workout come home and I think that was fine uh, because it kept me focused because if there was like a break in it like I'm not saying everything would go haywire but it's just you you focus in on what bad can happen and I'm glad I didn't have that happen so it was uh, it was fun man but for me personally I think One of the things that I learned from 2019 is, like, you have to, you have, if shit's going bad, you have to change it in some way, shape, or form. And it may not be convenient, it may not be fun, but you have to do something to where you can get out of your comfort zone. Or at least expand what you believe your comfort zone is. And I was talking to probably one of my friends about this, we're talking about, like, the differences between guys and girls as far as like how we see life like most of the guys that i've known like most of the people that i've known that have left their hometown and moved far away have been dudes um moved away and stayed away have been dudes and i think because guys were always given this sense of hey you got to go out there and search who you are uh we're 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 programmed to be seekers and finders and hunters and I think 
we never, you also come as far as relationship comes, goes, you never see too many, or maybe anecdotal, I'm just putting this out there, that, hey, the right woman will just come along. No, we've got to go find it. We don't get told that the right person for us will just happen. That's, that's not what we get. We get, you got to go find this person and you got to go seek this person. You got to go be who, be this great human being. So this person will want to, so the person that you're looking for will accept you. And so that kind of puts us on this path of constant, not even just evolution, but constantly trying to go forward. We can become like, you don't want to become stagnant. You don't really get that chance. But I, I think my time in Orlando was spent doing something that I really had no idea that I would enjoy it as much as I did. Like, I enjoyed my job. There's times where obviously it gets late in the day or like, crap, I just want to get out of here. But for the most part, I did enjoy my job. I did enjoy speaking with people of different cultures and different walks of life. More so than I have been in my other call center jobs or any jobs in particular. So it's like you get a chance to kind of use your mind and kind of play the chess match that is customer service by coming off as professional, but also friendly and sure of yourself. And there's plenty of times where I'd say something where I like I just mouth to myself, I have no fucking idea. And, but I still kind of knew I was good at my job. And I think part of 2000, that's what I think I'm just talking about my 2019. Like part of my 2019 was just realizing that Ohio problems stayed in Ohio for the most part. And you can't really do anything because you just can't. Like people are kind of just... They are who they are, and you really can't do anything to change it, especially if they don't want to evolve. Like, that was a fucked up part, where just realized, like, yo, these, a lot of the people that I'm cool with, that I still have a lot of love for, just never really, e- never really put themselves in a position to where they can't evolve. And that can be disheartening. Because, like, you go out and you do these things and you want to grow. And you want the people who you care about to grow with you. But it's just they get stuck in that same time loop, dude. And it's not a it's not a bad thing, not a horrible thing, but it's just like, what do you do? What do you do when the people that you care about deeply... Just do not put themselves in a position to where they can bounce. Or where they're excited bouncing. You know, for me, I just kind of looked around about where I was, at least in Ohio. And not just where I was, like... Physically, but where I was spiritually and just like, I need to, I need to go. And my whole goal with driving down there was just like, even if I don't, like, even if I go down there and I got to live in a homeless shelter and work my job and go from the ground up, I'm going to do that. Because at least that gives me an extra drive 
than I'd have in that I had at least in Columbus at the time. And it wasn't really doing anybody any favors. Like I wasn't helping anybody. Like I wasn't really, I was super self-centered and selfish and just destructive. And you really can't do that to people. You really shouldn't do that to people that you love. Because it's not fair. It's not fun. You know? So it's just... I don't know, man. It's a, it's, it's a... It's a doozy leaving your hometown. Leaving everything you know for the unknown. The absolute unknown. But I enjoyed it. Like, I got blessed that one of my friends was down there who I was cool with beforehand but like we were cool we were good at like but it wasn't like we were best friends like I didn't really check for this nigga like all the time like when he was home it's all love it's one of those things whenever we saw each other it was all love it was all positivity and he just took a chance and I made a concerted and actual effort to not screw this up not screw him over not screw mom's over not to do anything wrong. Um, And that made me hold myself accountable in a way that I hadn't done in something outside of just sports. Like I made sure I went to work and was able to pay bills and stuff like that. And so with that, I gained this sense, this better sense of purpose. And I think with my depression, for one of the reasons why I left, like I felt per- not even just purposeless, I felt useless. I like no one really gives a fuck if I'm alive or dead as long as child support is paid. And you, because you're always around the same people, you're always around, and I'm not saying these people are bad people, but it's just you're around people who know you already and kind of have skin in the game of you being alive. And you just think, well, they don't like me because I, we, we shared these moments. Like I, can I go out and make new friends from other places? You know, kind of like a side mission. And I could, and I did. And I was very happy and proud of myself for doing that. Like, what's the, like the two female friends that I made? Tech three, but me and this other stopped talking for some reason. But the two that I made... Uh, my homegirl Joe Maurice and my homegirl Val, those were genuine friendships. Like, I genuinely care about these women in a very not, yes, they are extremely attractive, but I was able to focus in on just being a good friend and being a good person. As of, and like, legit focusing on being a good friend and being a, a, a positive influence. And a positive source, uh, and a source of positive energy and positive and well wishes, and I think that was the difference. Like, oh, I can be friends with a female that I'm attracted to, but I also want to work on just being friends and see where that goes. Like, I want the, I want, the, I wanted these women in my life, but I also knew I didn't want to do anything like me pursuing a relationship. Even if we ended up getting in one, it wouldn't have been good for either of us. Because it would have, 
Because if it fails, then you ruin any chance of that. Because then they only see you as a person who's just like being a nice guy as he waits to get the vagina. And I never wanted to put that energy out there. That I'm only being friends with you and, and just and waiting to, to get up in them guts. Like, nah. Like, I'm being your friend because I genuinely want to be your friend. Like, I have no desire. No, no explicit desire to try to date. If it, it had happened, I wouldn't have been like, oh, man, this is horrible. But, like, I think with Joe, Joey, we just were so different in the sense of the things that I would not like a person to have in a relationship, but I can accept if someone is my friend, that's just it. Like, and there's things about me that I know that she wouldn't have liked to have as far as a relationship. Like, yeah, dude, so like it worked out, per- but, but you can accept it as friends. And I think that was dope. I think that was extremely dope. So it's like, to me, having the ability to have that friendship and to focus sorry, on that friendship and getting to know this person and their ins and outs made everything so much better. And I honestly know that like I would not have been able to have had a good as a time or be as open with almost anybody as much as I could with them. And I wanted to make sure I furthered that friendship by keeping in touch with them and everything. Like for a dude, if you're attracted to a girl, like it's super difficult to, not difficult, but like it's a, it's a, a hard pill to swallow for some guys that where you realize, oh, this person and I are not going to date. So, fuck, I guess I'll just be friends or crash it. And, it, and it's, I think it was also easier that I didn't have to see their boyfriends every day or hear about their boyfriends every day. Like, if you're friends with a girl and you just happen to see the girl that you really, really like with the other dude, that's going to drive you insane. I've been through that. And that shit ate at me. Just that super fucking pride hit. And I come from a very prideful family, and I'm a very prideful person because of it. And yeah, it is what it is. But I think one of the part of the friendships that part of the friendship that I really appreciated was was our chemistry as friends, our inside jokes, and our ability to laugh at ourselves and the world around us. And that helped me be a better friend to my male homies. And that was dope. Like. I think I got a lot stronger friendship with, like I said, with my homeboy Matt, who I lived with, than I ever expected in a good way. Like, I think that was dope. Like, we learned to depend on each other and we had conversations. And, and I think it, it was cool. Like, not I think I know it's cool. Like, we never really had a disagreement. Like, there may be things that we didn't agree on, but it was never to, like, I don't like this guy. Or I can't be friends with this guy because he thinks like this way. Like, nah, dude, that was that's the homie, that's brother. Like, there's very few people I'm as close to that isn't him. You know, like you live with somebody, you get to learn the things about him. And he was exactly who I remember him being. Just super smart, super loyal, super caring dude. 
as super ambitious. You know, and I, I had a blast, man. My, my time, I didn't do everything that I wanted to do in Florida, but for what I wanted to experience in Florida, I did. And I'll forever be grateful for this opportunity. Like, will I stay in Columbus? More than likely not. I think I'll be here for a short time and probably try to move on to someplace else. Uh, but it, I, I, one of the wild things was that I know it's just like, yeah, dude, like, again, I've said it already, like, leaving your hometown is the hardest thing to do for a lot of people because it's a lot of fear. It's a lot of what the fuck do I do? Like, what happens if I fail? And home will always be home. And to me, Orlando feels a lot like a second home. Like, I, I know the ends and like, I kind of get a feel of the culture. And which is something that I wanted. So it's. Like, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite cities. You know. You can't, you can't really, I can't really put my finger, like, I just love the energy. But one of my homegirls was just like, yeah, like, it's, I think one of the reasons why people from there can kind of get stuck in this loop of stagnation is because you, everybody hopes to retire, everybody from cold climates hopes to retire in a place that's warm so they can kick it and relax. But when you grow up in a place to where everybody has fought tooth and nail to get to, you don't really, you don't see it as you become stagnant because you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm already here. Like, I'm making enough money. I'm comfortable. And all my friends are here. It's sunny. There's always something to do. You don't really worry about a lot of things. In the, in the sense of, like, yes, you have hurricanes, you have certain weather patterns and everything, but it's it, it's a fun town. Like, you, you're in paradise. It was always funny to me, like, one of my coworkers, uh, she said she was going on vacation. I was like, oh, where'd you go? She was like, oh, I went to Jamaica. I was like, so you traded one city with one area with niggas with dreads for another area with niggas with dreads. Because Orlando has a huge Latin and Latin American flavor to it and Caribbean flavor to it. I was like, what was a and there's and there's also a beach. Like if you went to to Jamaica just to do tourist stuff, you literally could have did that exact same shit in Orlando. In a sense, like, but you're just surrounded by more niggas with dreads. I don't know. But it was a, it was a fun time. Like the food was amazing. That was dope. The food was really good, and I appreciated it. Like I said, the energy was just so, so not what I was used to. And coming back, and I think coming back, I was ready to come back in a sense to where 
I wasn't afraid of what I do if I failed. Like, not fail in a sense, but like, if I don't accomplish everything that I want to accomplish, I know that there's other things that I can't accomplish. Like, if I do want to go to Portland, I know that, well, I still have this good job here in Ohio, and I can just kick it here. Or if another opportunity opens up in Dallas or Houston or L.A. or just somewhere else, I know I'm not afraid to take that leap. And I think that's the fun part. This podcast has made absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever. I'm just emptying my thoughts. But I I think it is just like, what do you want to do? How do you want to accomplish it? What do you need? What tools do you need to accomplish it? And are you willing to take that step? Like, are you ready to take that step? And I think that's the thing that scares a lot of people is that they can't fathom taking that step and then failing. It's easier to fail. I I get it. It's easier to fail at home. Like, ah, I got too many things. I got family. I got friends here. Fuck all that. They're always going to be there and they're always going to love you as long as you're not out here doing fuck shit. And I know that's my relationship with my family. As long as I'm not just out here doing obligatory dumb shit they're gonna love and support me cause they know I'm coming from a good place everything's coming from just a sense of adventure instead of a sense of what it what used to be self-destruction I was actually less self-destructive in this 10 month period than I had been like single by myself or even when I was married I was still super self-destructive self-loathing and everything you know and that's a hard habit to break because you for me just being self-destructive was a sense of power I was able to do things that could hurt myself to feel like I'm like you can't hurt me because I'm hurting myself but I found a positive outlet to channel any sense of sadness or sense of despair, sense of anger, like in a positive way to channel that, which was a huge fucking relief to not to just me, but to the people who care about me. Like I spent all of 2018 not knowing or not giving a fuck if I was going to live or not. But, you know. Oh no, it's just 2019 was a really good year. Uh, it was one of those years that thankfully I know I won't forget. Like I have no reason to forget it. But I don't know. It's been about 20, 25 minutes. You guys are easy. Peace.